1: Welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage, where we do it every week on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. And uh, we do it for you out of twintalkcast.com out of Theo Luis's Garage. I didn't say that, did I? No, but it's still Theo Luis's Garage, but to the world, because. We love you guys. On twintalkcast.com and also on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. Uh, also, you can catch all our podcasts on our website and on iTunes, right, brother? Yeah, because we are iTwins, and I'm talking a little faster to kind of compensate. <laughs> if you're a tacky, you'll probably understand. But yeah, you search us on iTunes. <laughs> search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes and take us in your gadget. <laughs> Twin Talk with Jose and Angel is the un, the unique show that nobody else has. Broadcasting out of Theo Luis's garage, where my brother and I—we are identical twins. We share the same DNA. We shared and swam the same placental sac together, but we do not share opinions. And we don't share our women either. <laughs> Ciao! Except when I've had to cover your ass, dude. <laughs> ah, shit. Anyways, we are, so, we are so glad to be on the air uh, every Tuesday. And the fact that you guys tune in and listen to us uh, is very humbling, and we appreciate that very much. Please tell a friend. Let, let him know that we exist. Uh, you know what? Um, I concur, man. I love being here because for some reason I just feel like there's somebody listening out there. Uh, <laughs> and if you're listening out there. We love you. Uh, Te queremos un chingo. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I don't know these people. I don't know them. I only love a select few. I, I love them all. I, I, sh- I love you all. I, 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 I reserve the right not to love people. Okay. <laughs> okay? I reserve the right. Anyway, every Tuesday night on Theo Luis's Garage. Also, we want to let you all know that you can friend us on Facebook. Look up Twin Talk Show on Facebook. And on on Twitter, please follow us on tw- at Twin Talk Show. Please. And you know what? It really is Jose and me. It's Jose and me answering there. Jose and I. Jose and jo- Eddie. <laughs> yo, we're doing it on Facebook. When it says something like you know whatever it says, and somebody types back out of Twin Talk Show, it's Jose or it's me. It really is. Nobody else has the password. Nobody. Um, anyway, um, dur- during the show, we welcome your your comments and responses to anything that's being said throughout the show. And uh, you can do it by posting it on our wall on Facebook. So go on Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Friend us. Also, we still do it the old-fashioned style. You can give us a call on the landline. You know, uh, call us at 626-275-TWIN. <laughs> 626-275-8946. 8946. Eight, Just... Twin at the end, eh? So call us throughout the yeah, show. Yeah, you to say eh? just call it, eh? There's no real time. We make we may answer, we may not, but usually we do because, you know, my it, brother my brother loves you. It's our radio show, so we can choose when we want to or not. eh? <laughs> if we want to have a crow's, a, a, a wall drove back function, we can do it.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, you know what? That we, happens quite often here. It sure does. <laughs> Anyways, last week. We had a fantastic show. We want to remind you, like I just said earlier, you can listen to all our shows because they're podcasts. They're archived for podcast on our website, on TwinTalkCast.com. Last week's show was awesome. Last week we had... <laughs> Uh, Son Sones. It's a, a, a Mexican, uh, no, excuse me, a, a Hispanic, or what do you call it? A rock en Español rock, band. There you go. Rock Español. It's actually a mixed band. They, uh, some Hispanics uh, from the, the uh, Spain and Central America, Mexico, and here. Multinationals. También. Multinationals. Uh, pretty cool rock band. They they sang a song, Acoustic, huh? They did. And they're really cool. The name of the show is La Musica of the Sun. And uh, you can click on previous podcasts and catch all our previous podcasts that are archived there for you. And there's also an RSS feed. You subscribe, and you get it for free on your down- download to your, uh, your, your device. Why is choice. it called an RSS feed? Good question. We'll look that one up. Anyway, but this right week. Right straight shit, home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> also on last week's show, we had uh, the promoter of the first annual awesome Tritone Latin Music Festival. Uh, Mr. Ricky or Rick Ortega was Ricky, here. Ricky. Well, he was kind of young. He so was uh, that's we, why I said Ricky. We could call him Ricky. Eh? Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Come back, Holmes. Let's do another party. It was pretty kick-out. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway, he's was uh, here, and it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. But this week, this week's show is fantastic. Listen, in the spirit of the election and campaign 2012 and in the spirit of uh, enlightening people, um, hey, so many people have this this idea that conservative Conservatives, Republicans, and Tea Partiers are all a bunch of racists. So I didn't ever say that. I didn't say you, If if the shoe fits, brother. But I said, hey, I invited. I went. I went around. I went to the Tea Partiers, and I said, you know what? If I'm going to have a conservative <laughs> here, Latino, I want to find the one that people perceive most <laughs> extreme. So the Tea Party of San Fernando Valley directed me to. Uh, Mr. David Hernandez, he is a a candidate for Congress in the 29th District here in San Fernando Valley. Oh, right. Really? He he is a Latino conservative. For the Republican Party? For the Republican Party. Actually, he's been a Republican for many years, but he registered independent. You know what that's like? That makes me think about a a Latino in the Republican Party. That's like, you know, uh, uh, tacos at Taco Bell, eh? (laughs) You know, there's a difference, there, eh? Uh, <laughs> it still has frijoles in it. <laughs> Anyways, David Hernandez uh-huh. uh, uh, was uh, is going to be here, and he's gonna he's gonna talk about what it is to be uh, a conservative and Latino. Right on. Uh, well. I think people may be a little. We're surprised. actually gonna have a diplomat in the garage. Eh? <laughs> yeah, we're politicians. I'm digging it, eh? Pretty uh, diplomatics here. Eh? Also, my brother recently went and attended the awesome uh, Tritone Music Fest, uh, Latin Music Festival. What a party! Eh? You know, it's still a baby of a show but uh, what <laughs> did you say, did you say <laughs> Dude, what a feed wait a she, minute, you called it what? it's still a baby of a show a eh? baby of a yeah, show eh, we just gave birth to it last this weekend eh? uh-huh. We, uh-huh. We, we 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 le la bendición <laughs> with a few shots over there. Well, what did it sound like? anyways it, it was three three days of <laughs> three days of uh of, of, of celebrating Latin music, and they had some really cool rock bands out of Mexico <laughs> and today we I grabbed one of them, eh. I, they're a trio. Their name is Miro, and they're out of Guadalajara, Mexico. Dude, these, these guys, long hair, they rocked it, man. I was like, orale, they rock pretty good. Because they have there. long hair. That's so, why they rock. I totally capitalized on my VIP status, <laughs> and I went backstage, and uh, uh, I got them, and I begged them to come. And So they're going to come down right on. Long, brother. on, so brother. Way, to, way to work it. Way to work it. So yeah, that's going to be happening. Also, yeah, just a, lo- a couple of beers, eh? a lot of work, eh? Also, like <laughs> we do every week. Um, out of Telemundo and NBC, our very own multimedia journalist, cool ass chick. And I tell you, every time I introduce her, I get this warm, fuzzy feeling <laughs> in the depths of my guts. <laughs> Please don't tell me loins or groins. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ms. Jackie Casas is here every week with the News and Dirty Laundry. What's going on in News and Dirty Laundry later on today?
2: Hey,
3: guys. Tonight, we have the wrap-up of the final presidential election debate. Just 14 days left. Have you made your decision? Mm. Also, are you a fan of energy drinks? Well, I have some alarming new information that just might make you drop that can. <laughs> and finally, do you consider yourself eco friendly, recycle, maybe um, drive a Prius? Well, <laughs> I have some eco friendly vibrators to add to your oh, car. I'll tell Uh you all about that and more coming up.
1: And that'll be in the News and Dirty Laundry segment of we Talk with Jose. Can we just go get to that segment now? (laughs) With Jackie (laughs) Casas? We're so honored that Jackie Casas is with us every week. And she talks vibrators, eh? (laughs) If if it's not boobs, it's vibrators. (laughs) Anyway, so that's what's going on. Brother, how was your week, man? Uh, It was pretty dope, man. I, I... I, I had a chance to go to that rock show and it was it was dope man. It was yeah. some pretty good bands there, yeah. It got wild though, way eh? the, the, the the cops had to get in there. Oh really? I didn't hear about down. that. Yeah, there was there was a yeah, there was a couple of bands that were left out that uh, didn't get because oh, the, that sucks. from what I understand the police over in uh, Chino is pretty tough. What what uh, what time uh, what night did you go? It was um, a three night festival. It was correct? a three night festival, but uh, you know, I, I still got things to do, so we went on Sunday night. Anyways, that was that was uh, when, that was a night that uh, that uh, that, uh, uh Oso Oso and El Tri was supposed to perform. Let me tell you something, dude. The bands that I saw that were prior to that, these guys Miró, they came up there and rocked the house. And cool. then another band, these guys were Mascarados. Hey, eh? they were dressed like Mascarados, singing cumbia rock <laughs> fusion. Man, cool, cool. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Was pretty I don't know. Cool. You know, let me tell you some. All these bands that you talk about and bring on the show, you've got all these fusion, this fusion that They sound cumbia to me, dude. It's all cumbia. Dude. It is. It's all. It's all. It's all cumbia to me. It's a <laughs> no, but you gotta experience it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get them over here sometime. But it's you gotta hear them live. Anyways, gonna they're gonna good. be on with us here a little bit later yeah, on the uh, show. Actually, Miró uh, uh, the group, no, a grupo Miró. They're they're a rock band. They're not cumbia. They're puro. They're like rock. Eh? They're pretty dope. They're a rock trio. You know what, Angel? You never asked me when I ask you. You never asked me how was your week, brother? What did you do? Uh, how was your week, brother? What, what did you do? Nothing. <laughs> All right, let's move on. actually i had a good weekend with my two sons my two-year-old and my Mm four-year-old uh we did a little arts and crafts how's he feeling man he's feeling better yeah my 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 two-year-old was sick Uh, he's much better now the poor kid you know he was puking all over me it was terrible but he's much better (laughs) and he's something else oh man did you get that on video (laughs) i'd love to see that did not (laughs) did not i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk to him mijo Next time you need to puke, come over and do it in front of your dad. and Do it on your dad in front of me. Eh? I want to see that shit. You'll be okay, Uncle Angel. Anyhow, I'm going to give you a shout-out, mijo, because you threw up on your daddy, eh? This is for you, uh, Christian. Anyways, uh, I also want to give a shout-out to David Gomez David. Hey, David, what's up? What's up, mijo? You're, not, you're like all old y todo now, eh? But you're very <laughs> handsome, eh? Glad that glad that you're in touch. And uh, to the familia también, Chayo y, uh, um, Big Memo. And Baby. And, and Memo. And Sara. And Sara and, and all the babies. They, uh, we miss you guys. We love you guys. There's your shout-out. We're glad you're there. Also, a shout-out to Stephen from uh, Busiris, Ohio. Is that Buck Iris? Is it Buck E. Russ? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is it,
1: Holmes? But you're from Bowling now, originally, huh? He, he's from, he's from Boland, from Buck... Bumfucked Ohio, I guess. <laughs> I, you know what? He was ch- chatting me up on Facebook. I said, where's Bucairis? Are, are you in the pen or something out there? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Charlie, that's what he got away from. No, nah, <laughs> hey, it's good to talk, uh, be in touch with a brother out of uh, uh well, Thanks Bolle. for listening, yeah. And uh, also, I want to give a shout-out to Suzeh y Arturo. And his, his his girl, Melinda hey, eh? thanks for the VIP status this weekend. I totally capitalized on that. They call me Melinda. Hi, Melinda. And uh, also, Dad Mundo and Sketch, good to see you guys again. Con- Contessa, congratulations on winning those tickets last week. And it was a lot of fun hanging out with you at the Tritone Latin Music Fest this weekend, uh, last weekend. Also, a shout-out to <laughs> Mario Campos over in the state of Washington, mijo. Miss you, man. I dig your artwork. I don't know if you're gonna <laughs> friend anybody, but this guy's an artist. Look him up, eh, Mario Campos. He Check can rock. Up. He can rock your wall anytime, eh? Also, a shout out to Josh Cottrell. What's up, Holmes? Uh, great to be in touch. A shout out to our buddy Willie Bass. He has a show on uh, TwinTalkCast.com at 3 p.m. It's called Tales from the Sunset Strip. He's connected with everybody. Yes, man. with Willie Bass. Check it out. It's on our new, po- our new. Uh, a radio Shawna network uh, yeah that's Friday's at 3 p.m so your shout outs are brought to you by Express cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another so go to Express cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El monte but also I before I send you guys to get your haircut I also want to give a shout out to John McBride hey eh? Holmes you made it and, <laughs> hey put that that link on your favorites by now already eh and next time you have some ribs and post pictures of it on Facebook, you better be inviting. At the very least, post pictures of beer to go with it, eh? <laughs> Anyhow, that's your shout-outs brought to you by Express Cuts at 10-420-Lora Souza Road. Tell them the twins sent you and, uh, I don't know, you get something. That's your shout-outs. Cheers Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose at Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you're listening to us as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on Twin Talkcast, Twin Talkcast. <laughs> <com. laughs> On www.twinTalkcast.com because we're twins, we talk, and we broadcast, eh? <laughs> I dissected it for you, eh? ¿Qué más quieres? Anyway, we do it every <laughs> Tuesday night live, and uh, we do it to the world and the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. Please remember to friend us on Facebook at Twin Talk Show and also follow us on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. Throughout the show, you can chat us up on uh, on Facebook. You can post your comments in regards to anything that's going on here on the show. Or if you want Angel to do a stupid human trick, put it on Facebook. We might get him to do it. Hey, dude, <laughs> just post on Facebook, and I promise you, we're gonna say hello. Eh? Cause you, we got we got a lot of closet listeners, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. They're like they're like in the closet about it. You know it. what they're like? They're like Republicans. Cause Republicans, they don't want to stay quiet. They don't drive around with all the bumper stickers on their car <laughs> and all the T-shirts, like all the crazy liberals. You know, they got fifteen bumper stickers on there you know just like klinish would say they're out there they just don't make a lot of whatever he said okay man i'm willing i'm willing to it. debate that i bet that a lot of our closet listeners are not republican <laughs> yeah. i i i concur actually but if you are it's okay if you're in the closet about it eh <laughs> i'm cool with it but you know, I'm, as long as you're listening, eh? I'm and done. also, let hey, me you could take us in the closet. Let me remind you, we still uh, uh, i going there with you. We still receive phone calls the old-fashioned way. You can call us anytime throughout the show at 626 uh, 626-275- twin 626-275-8946. And uh, you know, chat us up. Just call up and tell Zay that you know to chill out, eh? Yeah, chill out. <laughs> That's why I'm not a singer, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that nice guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says, "Ugh, it's time for the news and dirty land laundry." The news and dirty laundry. (laughs) You're starting to sound Republican, eh? (laughs) My name is Jose. Oh no! I reckon y'all better listen to me, cause you know the Lord says so. My mom's gonna call you up and tell you again, Mijo. Estas whitewash. The Lord uh, says that you shall that. be absolved from your, tw- from your <laughs> twins. Uh, Not your sins, but your twins. Outside. I like that.
3: Estas whitewash.
1: <laughs> Coming from Telemundo and NBC with the news and dirty laundry this week, it's Jackie Casa. Hey,
3: up? guys.
1: What my mom actually says is, mijo, hijo Te blanqueaste.
2: Te blanqueaste. <laughs> 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 she That's really says good, that She, 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 she does. does.
1: She says, Te, te blanqueaste. <laughs> and when I was dating a girl in Ohio, she goes, Estás en Ohio? Okay. Like, enojado. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, remember that movie, America Me? When that little kid jumps on the table naked,
2: uh-huh. tells him,
1: <laughs> Pinchy gringos, pinchi gringos.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are not. <laughs> Dissing white folks. I love no. my white folk. We love white I people. I love my white folk. I date nothing but white chicks. Jose didn't act cause I, know I got white boy children.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like my white folks. That's so true. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I
3: like white boys too.
1: <laughs> you do. Hey, he's got little Niklos running around. Eh? Hey, have you not? <laughs> you saw you saw that movie right? Blood in, blood out, Niklo. You know they, they did the same thing to that mo- that movie. It's a good movie, don't get me wrong. But th- to the starring to the starring role they they, they turned it into a taco Bell. I'm
3: getting it. Yeah, I like my white boys. We like you white people.
1: Why now <laughs> now um, I like white people. Now why is it you date white boys?
3: No, it's just a preference. <laughs> I I feel like I get I get I feel like I get a nice balance with them versus dating uh, Latinos.
1: Uh, oh, balance? Explain that. I want to know that. What, I, what I does think she, mean? what she means is she's being enlightened to a new culture. Culture. No. I'm trying to put words in your mouth like I do I to know. all the girls. <laughs> I'm curious what you, you mean. Balance? Me no, let her no, answer because, that.
3: Because Latino men, they they're very. Some of them tend to be very traditional. And they kind of expect things out of you. <laughs> and the way that I am with them, it's like um, that's how I should be. That's it's <laughs> not like a like a because bon- you know when I'm in a relationship, I'm very giving. <laughs> I like to like treat my man, and he's you know my number one, and, and I like nice. to k- I can kind of sort of. Submissive, which is very opposite of, m- of my single style. When I'm single, <laughs> I'm the bitch to be. Like I, I do what <laughs> I want, whatever I want, but when I'm in a relationship, I'm sort of a little bit submissive. So when you date a Latino guy, that's how you're supposed to be. That's just a freaking given. Uh-huh. But a white guy They appreciate They it. love it. They appreciate it. They're like, oh my
1: god,
2: <laughs> you're
3: awesome. You cooked for me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Mexican you food?
3: What?
1: Orale. You
2: want
3: to go see what I want to go see? <laughs> so they appreciate that versus Latinos. They're like, bitch, where
2: are the tortillas?
3: It's like, oh. You know what?
1: That's my thing with, with Latinas. I think the problem with Latinas, I love them all. my, my the fam- problem. Orale. The problem with the Latinas that I've dated, uh, not the Latinas in general, but uh-huh. the ones that I've dated is that they, 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 they can't figure it out. They have one foot in Mexico one foot in the U.S. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, that. you know están calientes for you and stuff. They, they, they're crazy, but they're like, no, but see, it's because I this and I that. You and, know what? I, no, what man. Do, why do guys that?
3: always say that the Latino girls are crazy?
1: But no. you <laughs> can. <"Mira, laughs> why can why they <laughs> always say <laughs> that? Look,
3: like, I kind of get it because.
1: Well, you know what? I wouldn't use the word crazy. That's a little strong. Eh, when they're hot under so the collar. pretty close, eh? <laughs> when they're hot under the collar and they don't, they don't like, give in like to to themselves for themselves not to you but to themselves they're like it's like make up your mind you're in america you want to be you want to be like a super independent this and that uh, so the, the white girls they got they're not easy but at least like if they want it they'll get it yes duval yeah and it doesn't mean that they're they're hoes
3: well i just i kind of find the balance with the white guys that i can <laughs> i can be what would i you know, what's <laughs> semi taught to be, and also what how I like to be in a relationship. Okay,
1: I just want to tell our Latino <laughs> but be listeners, our Latino listeners, hey, <laughs> she's just saying that, hey, eh? she's playing hard to get. On this. <laughs> you already mean, know that, eh?
3: Doesn't mean I won't, you know, date a Latino man, of course. I saw I, you, I, I saw
1: you dancing over at the Zap- Zapoteca Roots uh, show. So, I mean. You can still.
3: I'm open to them all. Anyway, <laughs> so we got
1: comments on open. Facebook. We got to get to the comments. Lourdes says, keep talking, Jose. You're crazy. But she says, it shows that you're crazy. Also, we had George Corona chime in about the comment of, uh, of uh, what did I say? Stupid, stupid human tricks? He says, uh, uh, maybe we should call it stupid twin tricks. Oh. But then he's like, he doesn't want to get sued by... Uh, Worldwide Pants. Yeah, Worldwide Pants. What's that? That's the David Letterman's uh, production company. Oh, Stupid (laughs) Human Tricks is from there. Oh, is it? Anyway, let's move on. Thanks for chiming in. Plagiarism, I get it. eh? (laughs) you guys can call in at six two six two seven five two. So, what's going on with the current affairs?
3: All right, guys.
1: Did I say current affairs? News and dirty laundry.
2: Current
1: affairs? That's that's a that's a no. That was what we were talking about. Uh, her current <laughs> affairs with guys. So what's going on with the new good laundry this week, my dear?
3: Okay, the last installment of the presidential election debates took place oh. last night yes. in Boca Raton, Florida.
1: Boca Raton, a bunch of rats over there. <laughs> Boca
3: Raton, there. <laughs> uh, Boca Madre. <laughs> Mitt Romney and President Obama took the stage for the last time to debate it out. This is 14 days before ballots are in. The focus for this debate was uh, foreign policy, and the consensus by most analysis and viewers is that Barack Obama was the winner of the debate. Oh, However, oh
1: uh, uh, wait a minute. This is what it sounded like. Hold on a second. I think I got sounds of it.
3: Was that uh, Barack Obama holding an AK 47? <laughs>
1: No, because he's against no, that the Second was, Amendment. That was Clint Eastwood, eh? <laughs> 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 Shooting at at an empty chair. <laughs> However, real, uh, real quick, I did. I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> President Obama and Mitt Romney attended uh, a tradition, uh, traditional thing uh, where they. They kind of roast themselves or they roast one another. It's really? Cup, it's you, a, they do that shit. They do that every, every, it's, They do it every election year. The Archdiocese of New York has this big, huge fundraiser, and the, the, win, the, the leading candidates go up and they roast one another. And it's a lot of fun. Pre- the president stands up and everyone applauses him and everything, he goes, "Please, everyone, please sit down." Please sit down or else Clint Eastwood's going to yell at your chair. The president said that? Yeah, it was freaking hilarious. They actually were both really funny.
3: (laughs) They were. They were very uh, cutesy on each other. I preferred.
1: um, uh, Everyone was saying uh, Romney was better, but I disagree. I thought that Obama was actually a better comedian. Really? But then again, that says a lot about his presidency, too. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, a lot
3: of the (laughs) online chat was about, did this debate really influence your vote? I saw a lot of, uh, personally, a lot of my, on my Facebook feed, a lot of no-go viewing of the debate. uh, No-go viewing? What do you mean? Like, they weren't going to take part in watching the debate because... A, it really wouldn't change their vote, and it's kind of turned into, which of course you expect in a political uh, election year, it's turned into this vicious sport like a Raiders versus Chargers game. It's kind of turned into something like that. Ann Coulter, uh, who's um, kind of well-known for her uh, views.
1: She's a conservative uh, pundit and uh, author of many books, and she's very – very outspoken.
3: Very outspoken, very vocal. She made a remark on Twitter that a lot of people disapproved of um, regarding the third and final presidential debate. Uh-huh. She said, I highly approve of Romney's decision to be kind and gentle to the retard. So <laughs> she said it that way? She, that is terrible. That's what she oh,
1: said. I, I'll tell you what, that is terrible. Um, I agree with you, Jackie, uh, uh, even though um, the, I agree with the fact that Romney decided to be nice guy Mm -hmm. because he did. It was clearly his tactic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't call the president a retard. A
3: retard. No, you don't. However, I did find a poll online by NBCPolitics.com where almost 50 percent said that after watching the debate, they are more likely to vote for Democrat Obama. So um, I I, thought. uh,
1: Where was that poll?
3: Almost 50%, about 49.6% said that after watching the debate, they are more likely Where are you to finding vote.
1: these? Because all the other polls are saying that, are Ob- that Mitt Romney the li- all the mainstream polls are saying that Mitt Romney is ahead of Obama by at least yes, one point. That's what
3: I saw today. I saw forty nine forty eight, but I did find this on NBCPolitics.com. 49.6 says they're more likely to vote for Barack Obama. Oh, 27.1 said they are more likely to vote for Republican nominee Mitt Romney. Interesting. And 23.3% said they felt about the same. So for me personally, I did not watch the debates. Uh, A, I was sleeping very tired. And um, I didn't, I felt like it's turned into really, really vicious sport Um, and then ultimately it's not really going to change my vote I kind of already know what I want to do but uh, when I was looking through Facebook I was looking online I felt like the pulse of the beat was kind of like everybody's just (laughs) (laughs) hold
1: on a second it's are Twin you? Talk with Jackie Casas. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's totally giving her points of view. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying a lot and of people. Me you are like trying to, we're like trying to jump in <laughs> and shit. <laughs> she's got their whip going on I would What did I there, tell eh? about them Latinas, dude? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just feel like a lot of people were like, uh, it's the third installment of the debates. They've okay. kind of ran through their, their stuff. It's not really gonna change their vote. That's how I felt. But we okay. just felt otherwise.
1: Well you know you know what it's just it's read the facts, ma'am. I totally agree <laughs> with you on that and I mean I've uh, I don't know what you call it, prophesied on it already. <laughs> <laughs> no, you um Prophesize. Uh, I' am telling you, they, it's 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 a kick in the face because you know they've done it. Or what they're doing is they're distracting us. They're distracting us and dividing us because that's the tactic. Uh, of course, it's uh, a division. You're supposed to pick sides, Angel. The, it's a vote. I know. Here's the deal. I, of I, course, of, of I, course, but see, by by its very nature, but you're by supposed its to its very pick nature, it uh it's, it's causing this division. And and you know, I don't know. It's just like a the 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 the. the Truth is, is in the simple things, and the devil is in the details. So, you know, just now, here's just, the deal. just go to sleep with that one, you guys, today. Here's the deal, man. Um, you're supposed to pick sides, Angel. The whole idea is that the, I agree with the debates. I look forward to the debates. I because, do, too. Because I need, I need to see what, what uh, the potential candidates are gonna act like in situations of high pressure or when they're being uh, put on the spot and things like that, it's important because that's gonna be the guy who's gonna be leading our country. He's gonna be delegating powers. He's gonna be doing all kinds of things that where he's gonna need to deal with other people. I believe that debates are important. Now, the problem I have with debates is, is uh, the problem I have with the debates is too often they don't answer the questions right away. They ask a question to the, of the candidates, and they go right into talking points. And you know what? Understood. Understood. But if I wanted talking points, i go to the websites. The website has all the talking points. I want to know what you really <laughs> no, mean. Go, what are you really trying to, to tell me? Go to you, YouTube and, and find the autotune version of it. <laughs> hey? that's, that's much better, hey? It's <laughs> more entertaining for me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so um, that's what I think. So I agree with debates um, sometimes they're a chore to watch like I watched last night's yeah. debate I had to watch it later because I T-voted because I was uh, busy with the, the, earlier in the day and I, I had a hard time staying through it ju- just because I was fatigued uh, but it was important to me to watch it um, I do think that it was a very close one in some ways Obama sounded better but most of the time he was being uh, a bit too condescending did they auto-tune him uh, um, <laughs> no but I'm sure you can find it on <laughs> on YouTube <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's my feeling on the debate. I think that we should. I'm tired of debates. I think that we should all <laughs> listen to me, especially the one. You know what? I'm really tired. The debates are the ones on Facebook, man. Angel, <laughs> everybody going back and forth. They get their feelings dirty. Todo, ha. Huh? Here's the deal, Angel. Here's the deal with this. Here is the deal for those of you who are complaining about this and that, and then you're all mad. Well don't complain if you're not participating. You know what? It's our civic duty. Sometimes it's like to debate no, to listen and watch. Do the research <laughs> before you wo- you, you, <laughs> before you vote, if it means sitting through an hour and a half of the uh, candidates fighting among one another nah, talking talk points, and look at the body language, look at the way the react. Let me tell you my Do attention it. It's span your isn't civic that long? duty. your it's civic duty in this country, It's your civic duty. I will stand behind it. God bless America. Well, it depends. If if Modern Family is playing, I'm going (laughs) to Modern Family. (laughs) All right, what's the next one? What's the next one?
3: All right, moving on. Are you an energy drink consumer? Well, listen up. The FDA is investigating reports that five people died and one survived a heart attack after consuming energy drinks one case was a 14-year-old girl from Maryland who died after consuming two monster energy drinks 24 hours prior to You know her what death. I got to
1: say about that? What? I weigh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Where Autop- is she from? From Maryland. Autopsy results at- attributed her death to cardiac arrhythmia due to caffeine uh. toxicity. However, the FDA, it, the FDA is not disclosing whether the drinks actually caused or even attributed to the deaths themselves. So let me tell you, I'm not really a huge energy drink, Red Bull monster, or anything like that, but I took my first full Red Bull can really? last Monday ever. Because I usually, really? just, I usually just take one little sip and I'm like, ah! but I actually drank my first full can and I had a massive headache after like you later saw. on in that day.
1: You see what that you see what that early schedule does to you? It kills you. It was the Red Bull, man. No, it was a the it early was a, she just no. told you it was a red bull. No, it, my point is you go on the early schedule and you start compromising your diet. Yeah. You start compromising Never. everything. Your body goes out of whack. Never. I gained like eight pounds working three AM shift, dude. Eight freaking pounds. It's awful. It's not like I eat more dude. Your body's all out of whack. All it's I know good. that by it's ungodly. It ungodly. is. Working late is not good for you. Yeah. Just drink coffee, eh? Con, con well, I, I
3: really, I just, I kind of, and I even had the sugar-free version one. So I called my friend who totally has one like every day. And I'm like, dude, I have a really bad headache. Is this because of Red Bull? He's like, are you having heart palpitations? And I'm like, uh, no, should I? He's like, well, it'd be kind of normal if you did. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why is that a normal thing to have heart palpitations after having a Red Bull, sugar-free, sugar-free?
1: Well, here's the deal. There's a whole protocol. People know what to check for when they take their drinks. They take their pulse, you, you know, drink, all that kind of stuff, you, if know, you drink Before one, they call the doctor. Drink one Monster uh drink uh one No, you drink one can of Monster uh it's about, like, what is it, <laughs> five cans of Coke with of Actually, of uh,
3: the two monsters combined is 480 milligrams of caffeine, which is about 14 cans of Coca-Cola. Oh, my gosh. 14 cans of Coca-Cola within these two monster drinks. Now, what's more shocking to me is not that this can kill you, but the girl was 14 years old. What the fuck do you need a monster drink for? I know.
2: Eh? Two. <laughs> two
3: monster drinks within a 24-hour period. How many sodas is that? 14. Orale.
1: I've been in the bathroom sodas. for a long I got to cut back a little yeah. bit because there's a there's a good comment on our Facebook from Linda Hart she says uh accord uh, in, in regards to the sound effects of the uh, AK47 which I used uh, as the uh, uh the sound coming from the debate last night she says okay you got Obama's AK47 where's the sound bite of Romney's horse and bayonet <laughs> it was actually what? Obama who mentioned the horse and bayonet. Linda, I'm sorry. Okay, could you inform me <laughs> what's a bayonet? Is that something you wear on your head? No, no. The bayonet is the knife at the end of, a, of the gun that they wore. the troopers in the, oh, in the Civil War had at the end of the gun because Obama made a stupid comment last night uh, trying to condescend uh, the governor that uh, when the governor was saying that Obama had cut back on, on military and what have you uh, or that he won't cut back on military, he said... To him, um, oh, but Mr. You know, perhaps you haven't been around long enough. I'm, for sorry, I asked, said, <laughs> I'm totally sorry, I asked. He said, "He said I'm sorry." He said something really well. I'm, I'm responding to Linda. He said <laughs> something really stupid. He says, "Well." Uh, you know they're not in on horses and bayonets anymore. Uh, and there's such a thing as uh, a submarine where people go underwater, uh, Mr. Governor. And he said there's uh, aircraft carriers where airplanes land, Mr. Governor. Being very condescending, very condescending. It was the it was not Obama did that. Oh, absolutely. On the, it was on the debate uh, during the debate. And uh, I'll tell you what in Virginia, where I think it's Virginia, where the biggest uh, naval institution institution is in the country. They are pissed off because the cutbacks have cut uh, uh, has killed jobs, and this comment about the Navy. Well, you know what? I'll say, if, I, if I tried hard enough, and if I cared enough about that, you should I could, I could totally buy. I could totally find <laughs> some really good statistics countering. Okay, so I mean, here is a good comment. What can I'm, I say? I am sorry to interrupt, but there is some really good comments from our listeners today. Lourdes says, talking about the debate, both candidates answered without saying anything. They were just beating around the bush. Uh. <laughs> you're such a bush hater. All right, hey, Bush, totally underrated. One of the greatest presidents oh, ever met Ever. Man, All right, <laughs> let's move on. You're, you're mas paca, pa pa brother. Hey, he's more Mexican than you, I bro. Thought it. Who'd have thought it? Eh?
3: <laughs> so I just wanted to mention on the energy drink story that um, ER, uh, ER visits due to an um, energy drink. Issues has been on the rise, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Honey Boo Boo. With who? Uh, Honey yes. Boo Boo. She's <laughs> yeah. this six-year-old little girl that has her own show on TLC. Right. And uh, she's sort of a pageant queen. She's one
1: of those little pageant ter- toddlers and tiaras cr- uh, terrors. Okay, where they make up and Horrible! What were the most horrible things you can do? In I know they've gone they've sunk to deeper lows now. I'm well, sorry I'm she, to interrupt you, but they've sunk to deeper lows now. With well,
3: this. this may make it worse. Uh, <laughs> she <laughs> she has been reported to drink um, monsters with uh, monster energy drink you with Mountain be Dew. Gotta and they kidding. call they give it her they call it her go go juice so they give it to her before she goes on stage so she can be all you know ready to go and it, shit. It, you know
1: what it terrible. gets her veins going you know they look good <laughs> what's wrong with that Drew Barrymore she didn't drink monsters but she smoked a monster before when she was a little baby who are you talking about Drew Barrymore Drew Barrymore she was on all that <laughs> she shit. was a stoner man <laughs> yeah she, she was, was stoner at a young yeah. kid. and look at her she's, she, she turned out fine yeah yeah <laughs> well she's I'm a doll con- you know, I'm not so condoning that, you know I oh touched Drew Barrymore's breast. What I did when her boob? Yeah, I knew you'd like boobies. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel about boobies. Um, I did a shoot with her for a couple of years. I mean, a couple of days, uh, years ago for VH1, uh-huh. and uh, we were on top of the uh, uh, the hotel uh, Marmont, Le Chateau Marmont, oh. uh, up in the what uh, what's that rich man who owned the uh, the airplanes? Uh, Hugh. Um, <laughs> uh, Hugh. Uh, oh God, I know who you're thinking of the Be- aviator. Uh, Howard Hughes. Yes. They had the Howard oh, the Howard Art Gable played <laughs> him on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Howard Hughes uh penthouse at the top. We're up there and, and she every day she was there, she wore dresses without a bra and I had a mic her, dude. I had to put mics on her, dude. And and I had to literally tuck it under the boobie because there was nowhere else to put it. And she was it like she was really cute. Was it As like It's one of those little kind of hangers. Was it a little yeah.
3: or was it like a hanger or no, like
1: hangers? Was pulled? it a pair? She was like a seat. <laughs> or was it like you had to spread oh. the palms? <laughs> she was, no, you know what? I had to be I had to gingerly do it because I had to act like I wasn't copying a field. Put well, your hands cold. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't touch your hands. Cold. I have used that line. I do this. Thank you. Really anyway, kind of so thing. I I had to lift the boob. I used the three finger technique. Three I did finger <laughs> technique? I kind of did that with Tony Braxton. But she was so But cool. it was just her shoulder. Oh. oh <laughs> I was I say her say I like her. I was a gentleman. I liked But he still has a question for you, Jackie. Well. Jackie, are you voting because you mentioned that you've, you don't watch the debates because you've made your mind. So I think she's assuming, like I am, that you're voting for Obama because you did last year because he's cool. Or four <laughs> years ago because he's cool. So she's asking you again. Obviously, she listened to that episode when you said that you, 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 you voted for him because he's cool. So she's asking, Jackie, are you voting for Obama because he's cool?
3: Well, this year, no, I'm, not, I'm not voting for him because he's cool.
1: <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, you're voting are for you him sure you want to answer this? You're voting for him because of his record, know, right? We still have like an hour to go on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm not voting for him because he's cool. That's oh, different. Linda,
1: Linda, you keep mentioning things. Romney thinking Russia's our biggest enemy. I have a, a response for that, but it's a long one. We'll have to talk about it later. Uh, uh, that's taken out of context. So let's move on. All righty, so let's go on. Thank you for listening. Thanks for all the participating. Remember, we still do it the old-fashioned way. You can call us at 626-275-8- twin. 626-275-8946. That's TWIN. Call us up. All right, what's going on?
3: Let's move on to the cycling world. The International Cycling Union has accepted the findings of a U.S. Anti-Doping Agency report claiming that Lance Armstrong was involved in doping and has whoa, whoa, whoa. ripped. Doping. Yeah. Using drugs. Doping. Using drugs basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh stripped him of his seven Tour de France titles. Okay. Additionally,
1: I gotta I gotta say something. Yeah. That's not fair. The guy just like had like third degree or stage four cancer. Dude. And so he you know he was probably on chemo and all that kind of stuff, and probably painkillers. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm just saying it could have been any, you know, any natural well, thing. The
3: anti-doping agency sent over a thousand dollars to the um, international thousand dollars, a thousand pages <laughs> to the International Cycling Union, including reports from twenty-six witnesses, eleven of them being um, his former teammates, saying that they used steroids. Um, the blood booster, EPO, blood transfusions, and testosterone.
1: Here's what I got to say about that. Don't they give hormones for part of treatment for side effects for chemo? No. No, no. uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I don't know that. Uh, Forgive me for answering that. I don't know that. That may be the case. But but there are, I think you said 16 or 20 of his teammates. 11. 11 of his teammates who have come out and testified that they were all taking them, that they had a special... uh, a uh, physician that that would teach them how to do it so that they would not be uh, detected. And to me, I'm, I'm so so anti-doping, anti-performance-enhancing drugs. I think it ruins the sports, especially that, that's in the baseball. Why, that's why you drink Red Bull, mijo? That's hey, it's a legal thing. But guess what? It if enhances I, your performance. What? But guess what? If I was if I was competing, they won't let me drink it. When if you compete in the Olympics, okay. Or so Twitter if NBC said you can't drink Red Bull and then you go into one of those three o'clock yes, in the morning, shift, yes. If, you would, yes, if You it meant, would drink a Red Bull, and you probably won't tell. No, if it meant my job, if it's the rule of the job, absolutely. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, right. Absolutely. If it's legal? Uh, if it's Dude, if it's your job, it's legal to drink alcohol, but not a, if your job doesn't let you do it, am I right? I think they're making a big deal about it. And, and I'm wondering why, why would his, his, uh, his teammates uh, uh, confess to it? That's a very good point. Because, Maybe Jackie could tell us that.
3: Well, it's it was an ongoing investigation for several years. Um, I don't see why they just came out with it, but it seems like the um, International Cycling Union said that his team said that Armstrong had this mentality of a win at all costs type of attitude, and that they were fueled by deceit, intimidation, coercion, and evasion.
2: Well,
1: you know what? Then he won't. If if he had that kind of attitude, I don't think he would mind if they take everything away. He knows he won.
3: Well, he, um, so he was stripped of his titles. He was banned for life from cycling, from the sport of cycling. He had an organization, Live Life, um, which he started with because of his uh, battle uh, uh, for cancer. So he stepped down. Live Strong is called. Live Strong. Live Strong. So he stepped down from that organization as well. Um, not only that, they took away his endorsements. He had a l- multi-million dollar endorsements with Nike and other companies. And they've uh, also taken away.
1: La Regol cabron. He, he shouldn't did. have done it. You know, let me tell you, I thought what a spectacular uh, achievement. I think he did. He won four in a row, right? Was it four mm-hmm. Tour de France in a row? I thought that guy was, was like Zeus. The guy was like an Iron Man. Yeah. And I thought this is amazing. And for an American to do that, what American pride. And he just foiled it all. It's like it's like Jackie Joyner Kersey with her doping. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. You 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 put all this uh, you know uh, heart and effort to this, and they're doping. It's not right. It's not cool. You want to know why? Are Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because when my kids want to grow up and be baseball players, for instance, and they want to be up and the, they want to play in Major League Baseball, but the only way they feel they can get the contract is if they're hitting those thirty, forty home runs that the guys that are doping are doing, then they're gonna start. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to c- uh, compromise. They're going to rationalize their use of drugs. And I, that's what's wrong about it. That's why it needs to be strictly enforced. Baseball is one of the worst. Well, you know, I'm not saying that, that you should be taking drugs against the rules and all that kind of stuff. But it seems to me that if, they, if, if they're if – the bigger problem is that they're doing something illegal because they want to attain something for what? Glory? Money? I mean, think, think about it.
3: He's really being stripped down of everything. It says that he will also probably be stripped down from his bronze medal that he won in the 2000 Sydney Olympics. Wow. Additionally, the company that organizes the Tour de France said that they would erase his name from the record books. Well, you know what?
1: Wow. Uh, Lance Armstrong was reported to say, hey, cancer didn't take my huevos, and you can't either, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one.
3: So, he's uh, <laughs> he's lost a lot of money. So, sad days, Lawrence Armstrong. You shouldn't have done that. La
1: regaste, Gabacho. All right, moving on. Huevos. Although, I like <laughs> white pe- people. I'm a white folks fan.
3: We like everybody.
1: All right, what's going on?
3: Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so... um. Alicia Silverstone, are you guys? Do you guys remember her? She came out in Clueless, yes. that movie a long, long time ago. Well, she's a very well-known uh, eco-friendly, vegan type of person. So she has decided to endorse something called the Leaf, which is an environmentally friendly vibrator. <laughs> there it is.
1: Is it solar powered? <laughs> Do you have to be outside for it?
3: <laughs> it's a, it's kind of a little bit unique and different than most vibrators. <laughs> um, just from... Unique... The- <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: they Jackie, are inspired. Nice, nice of you to bring a toy for effect. They are. They're
3: inspired by nature.
1: It's got a little so, a little dish right there with little solar panels. Jackie, on it. put it away, oh, please. Please. Please, please. put it, put it do- away. It doubles as your compact mirror, también. <laughs> please put it away.
3: It's considered a personal <laughs> massager, actually. So, um, technically, it's not going off as a vibrator, but it's inspired by nature. It has names. There's a there's a line. There's a line that's <laughs> about six of them, and it has names such as Spirit, uh, Vitality,
1: vivencio uh, Life, <laughs> Ralph, Bloom. Pick your name. And <laughs> Pedro, <laughs> Fresh, Angel. <laughs> How's that?
3: Even the packaging of the vibrator itself is recyclable. It's made out of recycled material, and it <laughs> comes in this little tote bag that looks like it's like an organic canvas tote bag. Is
1: it? Is it any of it biodegradable?
3: Uh, it actually th- one of the batteries is. Um, it's like a, it's like an environmentally friendly <laughs> battery <laughs> that's put into the actual um, vibrator itself. <laughs> so uh, Alicia Silverstone is endorsing it because she says that it's kind of nice to finally have something as a personal massager that isn't <laughs> scary
1: looking. I knew why I like I knew there was a reason why I like that white girl. It's because, you know, she doesn't want to feel guilty when she's have doing guys, it. <laughs> but,
3: like, have you guys seen vibrators nowadays? There's some of them are scary. <laughs>
1: Tell us about they're it.
3: They're called, like, jackhammers, jackrabbits, the, <laughs> the screw. And they're, like, massive. And they're very bright.
1: Cochina. And they have, like, Cochina. Weird, this is a family values show.
3: This is, I'm just, I I watch TV. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're they're very, sometimes very elaborate and complex. But these are kind of, like.
2: Leafy.
1: Uh, um, leafy, our our, our, our niece <laughs> just chimed in on Facebook Angels. She says, uh, this, is, "This is Lizette." Man, I always tune in at the most awkward <laughs> times. <laughs> 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 sorry, <laughs> uh, sorry, Mijita, that was Jackie.
3: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so these vibrators are not meant to feel awkward or embarrassed. It's to celebrate um, your personal massaging time. Okay. And, um, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you can
1: be equal for anyone. All You're I right, gotta eh? say is the, the mental picture of, of, of Alicia Silverstone with the leaf or the jackhammer or whatever you call it. Go on, sister. Go yeah. on. That's what I say, Mihal. Green peas. eh? Go for it. Little green <laughs> peas. I'm for And they have different purposes.
3: Eh? <laughs> like the vitality <laughs> one, it kind of sort of spreads into a V and you can twist it.
1: Uh, twist the V?
3: Yeah, you can twist it. <laughs> okay,
1: it's you're going to have to uh, illustrate that. <laughs> I'm not getting that one. It's flexible. But that is so <laughs> Oh, <above> you,
2: <laughs>
3: guys totally don't, you guys totally <laughs> don't use vibrators. don't get what the not. purpose of that
1: is.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, don't you use it for your women sometimes? No,
1: no. <laughs>
3: Spice it uh, up. Uh, dude, let me tell you guys, it's not that bad.
1: I'm plenty enough with my woman. Let me tell you that.
3: No, 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 no. It's not about not being enough. It's about enhancing.
1: Okay. Hey, baby, turn well, around. Well, my <laughs> woman's listening. My woman's listening. I don't kiss and tell her. <laughs> me. How many? I don't kiss and tell me. Uh, All right. What else we got going on?
3: All right. Moving on. Um. So.
1: <laughs> Greenpeace. <laughs> you ever notice the Greenpeace chicks are the ones with the hairy armpits?
3: Uh, I don't know. I saw one in it's Portland. True.
1: I like them. <laughs> All right.
3: Some parents in a town near San Diego are concerned about religious aspects being taught in their school district because um, they're teaching them yoga.
1: Oh, interesting. Very interesting. One of
3: the mothers actually removed her son from the class and told a local newspaper that there is a lot of unease amongst the parents that they feel that these uh, religious aspects are being taught in these uh, free classes. Because the school district is actually providing free classes, one of them being yoga. And they felt like they're being influenced in their religious aspects of yoga. What age
1: is it? What age is this?
3: They're 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 little. This is like elementary school age.
1: Does it say what the religion denomination, religious denomination? Well, yoga.
3: uh, The mm, parents. I believe they are.
1: The reason why I ask is because yoga is coming back from the from Middle East thousands of years ago from Middle East uh, 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 religions like Buddhism, right, or Hinduism, Hinduism, whatever it is, and um, and. um, a lot of that uh, yoga does talk about inner divinity and reaching your chakra. And the way to do it is through finding your inner God and being one with everything. And that is, that conflicts with Christianity, which is, which is, I'm not speaking for those people, but I could imagine Christianity talks about there's only one divinity and that's God. And then it's in the form of a Trinity or whatever. But the point is that's probably what they have a problem with the issue with it. And again, I'm speculating. The issue with that is you can't have your cake and eat it too. The same Christians that may be balking at the fact that they're taking God out of the pledge of allegiance, they're taking <laughs> God out of say? everything, are the ones that should stay <laughs> quiet and say, "You know what? Uh, you know what? Tolerate." It's funny because I got a patriot pass coming. I don't know. I would. That. I would like to know exactly the details, but I think it's a good thing that they're teaching a discipline like that in in school because it's it's good for you yes indeed uh, physically and uh and spiritually but i think it can be done in a in a in a kind of ambiguous way i think it's fantastic uh, what they need to do though we need more is that. it needs it's to go both need. ways it's, it needs to be no but you can't compare yoga to at Padre Nuestro que you está can. en los cielos santificado. Absolutely, Angel. No, you can't. It's a because difference. It, it depends on because and in, in you can't you can ambiguously do one, no, but you can't ambiguously do the can. other. No, you can't. You think you, you think you can, but yoga is does talk it's about. A, but it's a no, but it's a discipline of of, of the body of of the way that you uh, distribute your energy and 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 manifest it. It doesn't necessarily energy. mean that you have to take. That it. you said it right there because we are energy. Haven't you seen the Matrix? <laughs> 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 right.
3: i don't see here exactly where what religion the um the parents are but they've actually hired a lawyer and and they've they're claiming these classes are unconstitutional and even more so that the they're saying that the district is using taxpayer resources to promote a religion system of beliefs and practices of yoga and hinduism now my other part you know of what it, i in san p- diego right
1: this is yeah is it's probably a latino community no, my other part of it. I, I'm nope. only saying that because but they're Sa- not. The, the likelihood is that the Latino community is not going to be as in tune with the yoga, but with Christian religion. Uh, but San Diego's and vice versa. San Diego's the, is historically a, uh, a conservative city. But you know what? Huh. To you know what though? Um, well, I'm the, only speculating. Abe. Here's the other side. <laughs> How's that? Here's the other <laughs> side of the coin. What we hear a lot all the time is the ACLU and the secularists coming out saying, "Take religion completely out." No, it could be there. It could be that's the other side of the coin, and maybe it's not christians or you know what or, it is maybe they're I, aclu or i'm sorry maybe they're uh, they're um maybe they are secularists who believe that any religion needs to be out of school i think that you do uh, children a disservice if you don't expose them to different things it's up to the parents to decide at home which way to steer them but if the schools are not inoculating them but exposing them in a, in a fashion hey, dude, that they learned yoga things. who said copulating eh? <laughs> it's yoga homes well, is- let me tell you you know what it is it's the elitist Because because it's a way yoga is a way of self mastery. Now you're talking about masturbation, dude. Copulation, masturbation—we <laughs> got to move on. The super—I
3: just want to mention—the superintendent is actually not backing down, and he's asking the trustees, the district tr- trustees, to keep the classes which started. Do you have started. a
1: name? Do you have a name of that superintendent? Tim
3: Tim Baird.
1: I bet you um, he has. I bet you he has a pay. I'm I'm gonna willingly debate all my money. <laughs>
3: and he's doing the same thing that he wants to expose uh, these kids to all sorts of different aspects of the world. And it's very ironic that this is coming up to the forefront now because. Um, the USA Yoga Federation is actually pushing for yoga to become an Olympic sport.
1: Oh, come on. So, Orale, really? kind of ironic. Oh, dude, they're going to find some doping on there, but it's going to be, be the green as stuff. Is it yoga eh? all <laughs> about breathing? Because if that's the case, why don't they make, like, Lamaze classes a yoga sport, for goodness sake?
3: But it's beyond breathing. It's what about, the, you know, like energy breathing throughout your body. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. The, the, the school seems to be all for it, for it and it's these uh, parents that are causing
1: our ruckus. Give me that cherry Joe. So we'll no, see what comes out well, of it. Well, you know what? There's two sides to it. One side is it could be the if it's the the Christians, then they they got to have their cake and eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, But if it's the secularists trying to get God all of, out of it, then you know what? I, I, you're just ruining it for kids. Expose children to as many things. Parents need to stay involved. There's a lot of things that they teach. In I just, you know what I say. That I not I with. say down dog, warrior stance one, warrior stance two, lotus, lotus, and breathe. Just an FYI. And everybody. Y- y que tanto pedo, eh? Everybody just, breathe together. It's ready? Like, in yoga. Ready?
3: <sighs> just an FYI. I'll
2: give you some drums. Twenty
3: gonna... million people in the United States practice yoga.
1: Let me tell you. You bring trouble to my people? <laughs> okay, move on to the next one. That's
3: all I got for Ladies tonight, Ladies and guys. gentlemen,
1: that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's Jackie Casas from Telemundo and NBC bringing us the news and dirty laundry like only a cool chick who's Latina who likes white boys and digs boobs can. Let's hear for Jackie Casas. Ciao.
3: Thanks, guys.
1: All right, when we come back... When we come back, we have a full show still coming out. Yes, we, we do. We have a rock band. Tell them about the rock band. Miro, out of Mexico. It's a rock trio. An awesome chance to see them this weekend uh, at the Tritone Music Fest. They are big in Mexico, and they're here in Tio Lisa's Garage lero Miro. Also, let me tell you, all these arguments about left and right, up and down, arriba y abajo, we have here today a conservative, Hispanic conservative a gentleman named David Hernandez. No relation. But maybe down the road somewhere it was, right? Pinche Padres. <laughs> anyway, he's here to talk about Hispanics and conservatism. Hey, is it an oxymoron? Is it possible? No, he just said, not that much salsa, yeah. I am <laughs> Got to go conservative on that, <laughs> eh? <laughs> David Hernandez, running for Congress also, was, is going to be here and talk about that. And uh, we'll be right back. And also, don't forget, uh, Angel's going to do his chill lounge. And I'm taking a Patriot Pass today. Oh, no. Stay tuned. That was uh, News and Dirty Laundry by uh, Jackie Casas. <laughs> Welcome back to Twin Talk <laughs> with Jose and Angel. See, I should have known better. You well, said, said after that. GMOs, eh? You haven't done the GMO GMOs. Oh. Bavia, Holmes? oh, you're right. It was, I was wrong. My bad. Yeah, you're bad, eh? <laughs> we'll be right Otra back. Otra vez. <laughs> okay. Now they say genetically engineered food is safe. If the large companies think these foods are safe, why are they fighting our right to know what's in our food? Vote yes on Proposition 37 for the right to know what's in our food. Uh, that was the GMO ad that uh, we were waiting for. Anyhow, th- uh, vote yes on Prop 37. Hey, All you guys know that I been—I was out there getting signatures, and and now we got it on the ballot. Please don't believe the hype. Eh? I, trust me, if you have any questions, go to uh, California Right to Know. That's carighttoknow.org, or call me here at 626-275-TWIN. I could totally tell you about that dog food thing, eh? It's a big, you know, (laughs) the dog food and all the, oh, why don't they do it on beer and on this, eh? They're trying to confuse the issue, Holmes. Call me. (laughs) And now it's time, like we always do, um, a new segment called uh, the Patriot Pass. It's something that I've decided to implement because... Because you're so patriotic. You eh? know why? Because we have to be patriotic. (laughs) It is important that we exercise our freedom of speech. Like I say over and over again, if you don't exercise your rights, they're like muscles. They shrink. Or like my bolita. Suelta la lengua. (laughs) So now it's time for my patriot past. (laughs) And this is a message to progressives. When you preach tolerance and ask for fairness, be prepared to give it in return. What am I talking about the so-called progressives who in their self-righteous pious scholarly fashion preach the doctrine of tolerance tolerance for gays tolerance for minorities tolerance for Muslims Jews tolerance for the poor and the meek yet they don't reciprocate when a conservative holds strong to his convictions the progressive throws tolerance out the window you see to the liberals it is imperative to be sensitive to the feelings of Muslims in the meantime, they omit any mention of Judeo-Christianity in our Constitution and strike God from the Pledge of Allegiance. They implore goodwill for the poor, saying that all they need is a hand so that they eventually can do it on their own. Yet they vilify the hard-working entrepreneur who's achieved his riches by the sweat of his brow. Don't be mistaken. I agree that we should accept one another's differences and that while we may not all agree, tolerance is key to harmony. So if you're going to demand tolerance, be, be prepared to accept opinions and religions and ideas that are far different than your own. Be prepared to have to tolerate in return. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my Patriot Pass. That's my brother exercising his biggest muscle, his tongue, and, yet, um, and his Patriot Pass. So just look out for him in his Superman shirt. Jose doing his Patriot Pass. What do you have a problem with that?
2: You have a problem with that?
1: No, Charlie, man. You I got to go back to our I comments could, here. I just could totally see you, like, uh, you know, coming out of the phone booth, ripping your shirt off like Superman. You uh, Lourdes chimed in, which is interesting. She chimed in on... Um, on Facebook in regards to what we were talking about in, in the classes. She says, I agree with Jose. Wow, she never agrees with me. She, I agree on Jose with this one. I think it's okay that parents don't want the classes but shouldn't stop the class that just take kids and just take the kids whose parents don't want their children to expose. I'm sorry, babe. I'm glad you agree, but it was a run-on sentence. But I get your gist, baby. I love you. Uh, Lizette Mendez chimed in. She says, right. Just like if parents don't want you to take sex ed, they just need to say so. And they send you to a boring class instead. You're funny, Lizette. You're funny. <laughs> very good, very good. So, yeah, thanks for chiming in. We, we appreciate you guys uh, uh, listening. Um, in a little while, we're going to have an awesome guest, uh, Mr. David Hernandez, who's running for Congress uh, in the uh, 29th district here in San Fernando Valley. He is running as an independent, but we know he's a conservative. He can't hide it. He's got that Superman uh, on his chest. <laughs> he opens up his shirt. It's a big S there for Superman, eh? Hey? <laughs> anyway, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, uh, we're also going to have the, uh, the rock trio out of Mexico, Miro, uh, and uh, before, uh, later on, but uh, right now we'll play one of their tracks. This is their new one. They said, they said play this one because it's our new single. It's called Paso Aire. Welcome back to Twin Talk. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. I said Twin Talk. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. I was listening to the little bells on that song. The eh? ding, ding, ding. ding, 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 And then it's supposed to end, tan, tan. <laughs> Usually the, the Mexicans are all. So <laughs> who, who was that, brother? Uh, that was Miro. That's M as in Mary, I-R-O with the little accent, Miro. There you go. Miro out of Mexico. They're uh, a rock trio, man. Pretty cool. Pretty hey. young and shit. Anyway, so welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. As you uh, listen to us every Tuesday night, we broadcast live in Theo, from Theo Lisa's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com and on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. And you can also download us because if you want to put us in your gadget, a solar-powered gadget, and take <laughs> us with you, ciao, go for it. Just find us on iTunes because we are iTwins. Search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, listen, uh, during the show, we invite your comments on Facebook. Friend us on Twin Talk Show and also Twitter at Twin Talk Show. We also do it the old-fashioned way. I, I, uh, I, I suggest that you use the phone every once in a while because uh, we went through a lot of trouble to rig this piece of uh, piece of crap phone. <laughs> <laughs> Call us at 626 275 8946 And now we've come to the part of the show. I wonder if I turned on your mic. Uh, not quite yet. What did I do here?
4: How about now? Okay, so ah, now we've come to the part. We're of the sh- live.
1: Let me introduce our I'll introduce our guest. Um, uh, uh, our guest is the executive director of the San Fernando Chamber of Commerce, uh, Mexican American of Mexican American descent, of Mexican descent. Lincoln Heights. Lincoln Heights. He said he's a Lincolner, right? <laughs> the uh, land from, of Lincoln. From Lincoln Heights, uh, 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 enlisted in the Navy in the '60s, a uh, combat veteran. Uh, community organizer, but the real kind, not like the kind of this president. <laughs> um, uh, very much involved in local politics. He's also now running for Congress for the District 29, which is a San Fernando, in the San Fernando Valley. Um, for those of you listening in other parts of the world, it's the valley. It's where all the stars live. They don't live in Beverly Hills. That's where the producers live. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, uh, David Hernandez uh, uh, registered as a Republican many many years ago. He is now registered uh, independent in order to run uh, to open up the avenues for everybody to vote for him, and we'll talk yeah. about that. Anyways, um, I invited uh, Mr. Hernandez here to talk about what it's like to be, what it is to be a conservative, and what it is to be a conservative Latino, because so many people have the wrong idea, in my impression, of what a Latino. Or oh, what a conservatives. Thank you very much for being here, Mr. Hernandez. Let's welcome David Hernandez. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, thank you. Somebody's phone is vibrating. Turn it off, or is it your gadget there, Jackie? <laughs>
3: no, 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 no. I no, I don't have a leaf or vitality or <laughs> bloom.
1: Okay, but David, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure.
4: I'm sitting here in the room with. Two other Hernandezes. It's like my brothers from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, right I, on.
1: Somebody's parents got got around, dude. <laughs> Thanks for making it into the garage. We appreciate you hanging out in Theo Luis's garage. It's funny because I invited another gentleman named Luis Alvarado. Uh-huh. He couldn't make it anymore. Uh, uh He's also a, a conservative, and I told him it would be in Theo Luis's garage, and he broke out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for being here. Uh, uh, the, uh You heard what, I, what right. we, we talked about before. Yeah. So so many. Um, minorities have an idea of conservatives republicans mm-hmm. namely as environmental environmentally unfriendly a uh, woman hating racist uh bible
4: bashing bigots well you know and that's because the left has great pr you know they're they're <laughs> well funded and and they're they're able to create this uh idea which is really an illusion but what I have found, I mean, in in working in the community for for so many years, is that what when when people when you work side by side with people, whether it's working with the homeless or working with abused kids or uh, in education, what they do is they get to know you first as an individual, and and then they see well at least their mind opens up, and you know when, when with your uh the uh, moment that you did, the patriot moment. The patriot pass the patriot pass because one of the things you said is, you know, you were talking about that contempt prior to investigation that so many people have. Uh I was uh, I was running for some office and I was debating the president of MAPA and uh right away he came out with, you know, a, a stream of of uh, one-liners, bumper sticker mm-hmm. language as to what conservatives were. Mm-hmm. And, and and when I started relating to him, the amount of homeless people I picked up from the street and taken down to the, the detox Redgate in Long Beach or to Acton and Warm Springs, the community clinics, you know, after all of that, he said, well, you're different. All the rest of them are, <laughs> are, are white, <laughs> elitists. they don't care about the poor, and, uh, and so... You know, <laughs> what 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 I you know I don't speak for all conservatives, and and the reality is that, um, yeah, you know I, I'm running for Congress because of Prop 14. Uh, you didn't have to to uh, to list your party affiliation, and and that's what the voters voted for, and so when I filed one for Congress, I was a registered Republican, but in the time that it takes to When you first register to get to collect your signatures and turn them in, the final documents, the secretary of state had changed the rules after the the, the people of California had already voted. Damn Democrats. Well, and, (laughs) and, and, you know, and so there was that manipulation. But, you know, unlike part of that stereotype as a Republican, I'm not wealthy. You know, my 87 year old mother or 85 year old mother, who is a Republican, is about four feet tall you know and is living on social security she really gets upset when people mm-hmm. talk about wealthy republicans right.
1: let's talk about i want to go back to that cuz i really want to go back let's let's paint a picture for people who are you what, tell me tell me about let's hear about cuz our listeners will relate to you 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 are you are a uh, 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 son of immigrants or or uh, a uh, descendant um, in other words where are you from eh lincoln heights the oh, land orale. of lincoln <laughs> oh, <dale. laughs> Right on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about your background. Your family, your parents are from where? Okay, uh my mother's from El Paso. Uh, my father was from Los Angeles, and so I'm, I guess I'm third generation. Okay. My, my great grandmother was uh, Trinidad Mungia, and she grew up on, on a ranch outside of Tijuana. Wow. So I guess you know I, I'm third generation. Right. Uh, my birth certificate, and I, I'm 64. My birth certificate lists my father's occupation as a banana loader, because yeah. what he did was he unloaded the freight cars over at the Produce Mart downtown. Did the, you date a woman who wore, who wore chiquita? Yeah, you know, like chiquita banana type <laughs> thing. And 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 the great thing about this country, and and I guess it's I guess it's our own individual experiences that really form uh, our values and ideas. You know, even though you know my birth certificate lists my father's occupation as a banana loader, what he did was he went to school at night on his own. He got a job uh, as a clerk at an insurance company, and by the time he was done with that insurance company, he was the vice president of this large trucking company. Wow! And so then. So we're, so we're th- I'm interrupting you, yeah, but no, no, that's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to illustrate this.
1: So Here, was he Republican también?
4: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He w- he was a Democrat. But remember, a Kennedy Democrat is not the same yeah. as, as a Democrat today. Right. And you know, my, 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 my <laughs> mother-in-law... Yeah, <laughs> but, now
1: you have YouTube. <laughs> but, the, but the Democrats argue that the Republicans <laughs> of Lincoln are not the Republicans of today, that there's been a flip-flop. I disagree, because when you, when you talk about philosophy, whereas there's less government... Uh, 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 less taxation uh, you know the help help small business people like that that to me that's conservative values that's well know.
4: especially when you see uh how hard working how that intramural spirit that that Hispanics have i mean you know what their 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 values are conservative and one of the things i hate though i you mean know, because you know and i'm an independent you know and i'm looking here we have you know yes on prop 37 Be now, yeah. now, now i <laughs> you know the, the reality is and I, and i guess where i'm coming from is that I make it a point not to have that contemporary investigation, and so I met with the woman who started this effort, uh-huh. and, and, and I sat down and I listened to her, and then I listened to the opposition to this effort, and the reality was this proposition isn't whether or not you believe in uh, uh, enhanced food – this is only whether or not it should be labeled. That's and if you pick. look at a label yes. of, of of any food, I mean, you've got everything on there. So the fact that you can't have like a little tiny little, you know, like a bionic symbol on there <laughs> that'll give you the choice. I mean, uh, and that's the reality. And so what I've been able to do in, I guess, being involved in the community at, at such a, a, a grassroots level is that I have supporters that – don't judge me based on being a Republican or being a conservative. There they have specific issues that are important to them like uh, this, like animal rights, like you know any number of things because I guess when I address an issue I address it from maybe a more conservative viewpoint but with a with an open mind.
1: I want to get back to uh, we're going I just want to you know what I just want to say that yeah, I like the way you simplified it because uh, po- the opposition uh, will try to convolute the whole D things. But anyways, but the, I want to go into this because you like know the, I really I see, feel that Puro simple yeah. I, <laughs> I feel that conservative the conservative values are very similar to the Hispanic values where you know what you go you work hard you work hard for you keep you 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 hold dear those the the uh, everything you earn is valuable because you earned it you like now the the vernacular is you built it. Orale, Jose you, <laughs> you know what you're implying right that the other side I don't know because you're implying that no one else that that's not no, Republican doesn't no, earn it I'm not saying that I'm just saying that's that, what you're implying no, man what I'm saying is they're saying that they're so into the uh, the Republican or are you just speculating the, no it? I'm saying that the 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 um the what you hear from the other side is always that, you know, Republicans are a bunch of rich corporations and that's all they are. But the the, the values that I hold dearly growing up, my parents are, I don't even know if they, I don't know what, what party they are. Mm-hmm. Because they never, they never really tried to instill a political ideology in us. But they did in their testimony, right. in their lifestyle, through their sacrifice and through their working hard and building what they did to provide for us. That made me a patriot of this country. It made me proud of my heritage, but it made me a patriot of the United States, and it also made me hold dear the values of the conservatism. Whether you want to call it rep- – I'm not a Republican. I'm independent.
4: But the fact that you yeah, work hard right. and you want to keep it. <laughs> I'm monopolizing this, but go ahead. What yeah. do you have to say about that? Well, no, and, and, and the reality is that uh, when whenever you're involved in any type of effort, you're going to find individuals that – are they have a, a good heart they're they're intelligent they're smart and you know if you're lucky you're able to develop a relationship with them that you're able to to bypass all of that uh that stereotypical type stuff that that is really set up to uh keep us divided you know and and if if you can find i mean I, when I was speaking about the animal rights people uh I, I was running for mayor a, a few years back, and so I, I attended an animal regulation meeting. And so all of the animal rights groups were there and all of that. These animales. Well, and, and so, you know, I, I, I sat there and I listened to the animosity and how these individuals were being characterized. But then, on the other hand, I I I saw that these so-called kooks and uh, were donating millions of dollars and thousands of volunteer time, and so finally, you know, even though I wasn't going to speak, because I just wanted to go there and listen, I addressed the, the 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 commission and said, you know, these people are trying to help you. If you don't want their help, stop taking their money. Yeah. Stop volunteering, but you know what? They're not the problem, and and no matter what the issue is whether it's education or animal rights or whatever, from my background, I always look, they're, they're, it's always money. The, mm-hmm. the, the bottom line is there is a financial incentive no matter what you're looking at. And so I said, okay, in Los Angeles, they were killing 70,000 dogs and cats a year. What is the financial incentive? Because all of these roadblocks were put up to prevent uh, the adoption of these animals. And so I looked at it, and it's like, well, I found out about a the a billion dollar industry called rendering and so all of a sudden you had rendering companies that were paying the city of Los Angeles to pick up all of these dead dogs and cats, and then going and processing them for and
1: rendered protein. Make, and they make protein and glue. You go, they, they pull them out of the the grease in the back of Burger Kings and McDonald's. No, I, I'm afraid that we're going out of a tangent because right. I want to stay on yeah. conservatism. Well, I,
4: but except except that is a very conservative value because it's fiscal responsibility. Right. And what I brought up is that if these rendering companies are are getting a raw product from the city of Los Angeles. Angeles they should be paying the city of Los Angeles okay the animal rights people looked at that they had never heard that type of logic before and they were some of my biggest contributors Mm -hmm. in spite of me being conservative uh that's interesting that you say that because uh, so many uh, of the uh, um,
1: liberals are so they they have this idyllic view of like uh, wanting to help and save but they're not looking at it sometimes they don't look at things Uh, Like in this situation, we're looking at things uh, pragmatically and looking at uh, the economics of it. Right. Uh, Hence, like the whole global warming thing and what have you. Uh, But let's talk a little bit more. I wanted to talk also, what do you think about um, – do you agree with the fact that uh, what I said, if you disagree, please, by all means. I really feel that the values that – being a Hispanic, hard work ethic uh, – you know, even your the religious background or conservative uh, moral values is isn't that similar to,
4: you know, isn't that the same thing as conservatism in in the Republican Party or what have you? Well, I mean, the Republican Party today, I mean, covers both ends of the spectrum. I mean, you have you have uh, re- uh, Republican groups that. Uh, are uh, uh, pro-choice. You have Republican uh, groups that are for gay marriage. I mean, see, you have that that complete spectrum. What's what's unique, and especially about, you know, for me, for this race, is the 29th Congressional District is the eastern San Fernando Valley. Mm -hmm. This was created to be a a Hispanic district. Right. And so there's 700,000 residents in the district. It is 68% Hispanic. This is the largest Hispanic congressional district. But don't you feel you're walking in an up-the-hill battle? Absolutely not because when you have 500,000 Hispanics in, in, here in the Valley, you have created the largest block of Hispanic middle class. And so every uh, you know red meat, hot-button issue like immigration, that really comes down to being a fiscal question. I mean I have un- I, I union agree. members – who are dem- lifelong Democrats, who are, are are very supportive of me uh, and, and, and are questioning my position on, say, the California DREAM Act because the way that the DREAM Act was promoted right. is not how it ended up. And so you have union, union, demo, Latino Democrat union leaders who have to pay mm-hmm. for their daughters to go to college because they live in modest homes and drive modest cars and live paycheck to paycheck, right. but they don't qualify for that. Uh-huh. And so especially when I was going into the communities of Pacoima and Arlita and San Fernando and Silmar and Lakeview Terrace, I mean, we're talking the whole eastern San Fernando Valley, is I was approached many times by individuals who "Where does your position on the DREAM Act? I said, well, I haven't read it. Let me read it. Okay, so why is that so important to people who don't even? A lot
1: of people they don't have ability to vote. It's their children that may have the ability to vote. You know, the Dream Act is like the abortion of the uh, of the. Well, except the
4: California Dream Act was was supposedly it was like you know if if you have uh, someone that was brought here as a child and that they're undocumented and that this gives them an opportunity to have access to education and and grants. That's how it was promoted, you know that they, right. uh, you know, they, they graduate from high school under the age of thirty, or, right. or they go in the military. Well, after after I read it, then when I was approached, I asked people if they've read it, right? And I asked them, come back to me after you read it. And when they came back to me, they said, wait a minute, what happened to all that? St- all those requirements, they're completely gone. Right. What the California Dream Act has done is that it has created a bureaucracy. That is state-funded, ma- uh, mandated by the state, and they get to pick and choose who they give the money to. Mm-hmm. That is not fair to the students. Right. You know that is another politically connected bureaucracy that what we have seen in this state is really uh, is unfair and is unhealthy. But why it, then is it? Why? I,
1: well, I, I could answer the question. I think it's, and you actually answered it. The reason why so many, and my see, I'm this this show is dedicated to my Latin people. This is why I wanted to do this, yeah. Because uh, this is why I want to do it. Because <laughs> I, I get it all the time, and you know, I do this. I say this out of respect to all my Latin people. I thought it was dedicated to you, man. <laughs> no, because and your patriot so, past. so many people are have the wrong idea. You go. You're. Uh, we've discussed the. Uh, uh, california dream act here ad nauseum um i'm outnumbered in, in my opinion on it because i feel the same way i think uh, I, I think it's very irresponsible but that's another that's another thing why is it that that so many people seemingly educated uh professional blue collar what have you all of them latinos stick so steadfastly on on it and why do they call you a racist if you're against it or those types of issues no what is it <laughs> <laughs> not you but generally speaking oh
4: i've been called that many times uh, uh you know uncle tom Theo tomas coconut <laughs> sell out you know all that stuff <laughs> uh, <you know. laughs> but but the reality is that when uh when, when people do their investigation and they don't they don't fall into that trap Uh, they find that, that there, there are those areas that we, that we can agree upon. And though, and and especially in dealing with, with this new congressional district, when you have so many, uh, Hispanics in the, in the district and, you know, I spent five years on the foundation board at Mission College and I was the president of the foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's a volunteer position. I spent five years raising money for students. Uh, for scholarships L- for students
1: LA Valley College
4: and uh, no at LA Mission College, Mission college. Uh, in Silmar got it now I went to Valley College when I got out of the Navy right, but right. and and because of that because I you know i benefited from that I you know I believe that you have an obligation to to pay back mm-hmm. and so uh I went to you know so I volunteered at uh at Mission College and you know five years raising money for scholarships and you know and so the uh group uh, on there heard that you know, i was a republican so you know i must be a sellout so they tried for years to get me to resign it's like dude i've signed more <laughs> ab 540 checks you know i've signed more ab 540 checks for uh students at that school than they ever thought of and, and the reality is that as the president of the foundation you know i was there f- to raise m- money for uh for the students not promote some agenda Agenda. with regards to that
1: uh marisol mendez chimes in on facebook she says thank you david hernandez for explaining why i lean towards conservatism many people think conservative equals racist. that's marisol mendez she also says uh that is uh, as far as the dream act she goes "This, this is why i was so against the dream act but everyone thinks i am a racist it's okay, Marisol. We still love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, On the next thing. Under the next thing, um, what what does what what do you recommend? I'm, I know what you're going to say. Look it up. Do your research. <laughs> but I think that we all have a responsibility. Like that's this is why I'm doing this. I'm going to get crap from people. I know they're going to say, Jose, you're just pushing your agenda. No, I want
4: and you. And that's guys, just your family.
1: Th- that's just my family. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You are Hernandez. <laughs> So what is it that people need to do when it comes to uh, issues? I mean, you can't be just black and white, red and white, uh, red and blue or whatever. I mean, what is it uh, uh, specifically speaking to the Hispanic community? Well, one
4: of the dangers of, of racial profiling uh, or of, of having that contemporary investigation is that you put yourself in a very vulnerable position. Because you have unscrupulous, unethical uh, people in all races and in, in all occupations and in all areas, and so we have a tendency and, and I've seen it over and over to give uh, individuals a pass because of their race and as a result of that the the stereotypes the friction that has been uh, that continues today uh, it, when we look around the communities and we see communities that are blighted, we see with high unemployment, that there's uh, the, the crime, the quality of life is really down, yet you, you hear the same politicians who have been in office still blaming white people, and it's as if that's the reason. I mean, I was at, I was at an event uh, at a bank, and, and there was a, a city council member there, and we, you know, we were really, we were there helping a, uh, you know, to, there to support a nonprofit. And and most of the employees because this was in Pacoima, so most of the the people in most of the people that worked at the bank were, were Latino, and so when this individual uh, spoke, he said, "Well, you know, we all talk about that we care about children, but how come Latino children go to jail at a bigger rate here in the valley than than those kids over there on the other side of the hill? How come the public defenders here in the valley?" Force our kids to plead guilty for or, or plea bargain for a crime when over the hill. So it's like, dude, you've been <laughs> you you've been in office for 16 years. The mayor's Hispanic, the senator's Hispanic, the assemblyman's Hispanic, two city council members are Hispanic, and you're still blaming white people for the injustice here in an area where you have been in a, a position of governance. It's like, see, and there really is the underlying reason. Why that type of rhetoric and division works is because they know it works. They get a pass yes. for not having street lights, for unha- yes. for having crime and unemployment. And you're, you're, you're kind of you're kind of you're saying, and we gotta
1: we gotta uh, finish this off. But you're kind of saying what I always say that as long as there, uh, as long as the people feel that they're oppressed, then you're their hero. Hence the i.e. the, the Democrats they they'll give you a pass they won't they'll they'll forget everything else because they feel like you're on their side you're um, fighting for them you're fighting for them and and I, I get so frustrated when I go as you know I work in television news I go cover a lot of these rallies and things that are going on and a lot of the a lot of the people who come from uh, um from they, uh, obviously from lower uh income mm-hmm. and prob- probably uh lesser means and uh dare i say uh uh maybe lower education are 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 duped that these organizations or these politicians are fighting for them. But when, uh, when in reality, it's
4: just a way for them to stay in power. That's the way I feel. Well, when you look at LAUSD, I mean, uh, Oh my God. Oh no, you said the bad (laughs) word. I mean, no, when you look at LAUSD, look at the budget of LAUSD. It's almost as big as the city of Los Angeles. And that's just operational. And then, you know, you just had a $7 billion bond measure for, Uh, for for building new schools and that that just passed a a couple of years ago. And and then you have the president, Monica, saying, oh, LAUSD is the largest financial engine. It's okay, but how about – you know, how about the kids? Yeah. How about providing for books and how about providing for all these things that go inside the classroom? Yeah, it's fine that you've, that you've filled the pockets of all your politically connected developers and right. and, and uh, contractors and building $500 million schools or billion dollar Belmont or all these different things. Remember, it's always about the money. Right. And so now whether, you know, all, there's propositions on the ballot here, you know, we, we have to, we need the money for our kids. Well, what did, what did you do with the, right. you know, if you're not a good steward of the money that you're already getting, why are you going to raise the sales tax on the residents of Pacoima and Arlita and Sun Valley because you're, you're, you're a poor manager of the money? And so so let's equate that. we got to finish this off for real. We really do. All right. But let's equate <laughs> fiscal because I always talk about um, uh, core
1: values, Hispanic, uh, you know, the values that I grew up with that, we you know, they're very uh, traditionally the Hispanic way, you know, equate fiscal <laughs> responsibility to –
4: how it relates to the Latino um, culture? Well, because the Latino culture are hardworking people. You know, they work hard, and you know what people say. You know, what's the language of the Latino community? It's not Spanish. It's hard work. Uh, yeah, you know what? They earn that money. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 with that, they can buy their they, they can buy the stuff for their kids. They can they can provide a home. They can do many different things, and so to continually to, to go after that money, whether it's in raising property taxes, whether it's in sales tax, whatever it is. I, I believe, especially in this new district, which has the highest number of Hispanic middle class, is that in this economy, they're starting to feel the pressure. You know, they see their water and power bills. All of a sudden, there's $70, $100, $150. That has nothing to do with water and power. But right. their sewer rates, their, all of these different things. And so what I bring to them is that the city of Los Angeles is getting billions of dollars from the federal government for jobs and infrastructure. And relating that with LAUSD, the LAUSD adult education program is, I mean, they've already started cutting that back. They've already started laying off a lot of people. Well, at Van Nuys Airport, which is in the district, Uh you have an aviation mechanic school. It's a four-semester class. 100% 100% of the students that graduate have jobs starting at fifty dollars to $70,000 a year. 100%. Most of these students are all Hispanic or African-American. And LAUSD wants to close that down because they say they have no money, yet they just received a billion dollars for job training and infrastructure and jobs, and they're going to close that down? It's I'm sorry, right. but that needs to be expanded 20-fold. And so... Don't let anybody tell you there's no money. How about the fact that... Oh, God, we're going on a tangent. By the way,
1: Marisol Mendez chimes in. She goes, yes, you go. Exactly my thoughts. Uh, Lourdes says, I don't think the issue is whether you're conservative or liberals. The issue to me is the word has been using when stating an opinion. Calling a conservative a racist is bad calling a liber- as bad as li- calling a liberal lazy and indifferent, I never said that about liberals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're just a bunch of tree hugging hippies. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but to put people down just because they have different beliefs—that's a problem. I agree. I think David Hernandez agrees. Yep. Um, Angel agrees. Jackie, do you agree?
2: I agree. We all agree.
1: You know what, though? <laughs> I, I think that's a good point, and I want to—I just wanted to see what what uh, what's your posture like when you're for someone like myself who is not. I'm not politically inclined. I can't. I don't, I don't claim any particular side. Yeah. So I think Jose would call me a tree hugging liberal. Uh, uh, yeah, but, I, but, I, but you're but more like a, a, you're what, more apolitical than anything. Yes, I am. But but uh, so you know, how does somebody in your position, whether you're, you're Republican or Democrat? Uh, or independent. Uh, or independent. Uh, How? What do you think about someone like me? Am I like? Am I worth it? I mean, do do my do well, my there issues? Are more, my concerns the, really matter.
4: I believe you. Re, you represent more of the majority, because most people aren't politically uh, tuned in. I mean, most maybe because they have children. They you know they have soccer. They have football. They have you know all these different things. Uh, all of these different things. So really, people rely on. Uh, programs like yours mm-hmm. and programs like mine that we have, they rely on the people that 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 they, they hear they hear politicians say something they really want to believe them and you know, because they don 't have time to do all that i mean it 's to to make a living and take care of a family that's that 's a big job and it 's a very important job yeah. and so I would say the majority of individuals are in the position that you 're in, mm-hmm. and so it is uh really depending upon me to not try and, and, and stereotype or, or profile anybody and say, look, okay, this is, this is my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I worked with somebody w- with AIDS for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took care of him. I uh, cleaned his house. I did all these things. I, I helped him get over the embarrassment of having to wear adult diapers. I told you he had an S on his chest, folks. And, <laughs> no, and but, but that was just, you know, that's not something I set out to do to do a good deed. It was just a life experience. Mm. And so what happened was that what I saw with him was that medical marijuana really helped him. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. the voters of California passed... Uh, the medical marijuana bill, mm-hmm. You know, I was supportive of it because of my personal experience. Mm-hmm. Now, there's not many conservatives that that have had that experience, or you know what, I, I take that back. I don't know that. But what I'm saying is I, I, I'm really one of the only people that have come out mm-hmm. publicly, especially in this election cycle, mm-hmm. to say, look, this is my experience. Yes, there are abuses, mm-hmm. not only by the doctors, by the distribution. Uh, at, at all levels, there are abuses. Mm-hmm. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Don't penalize the poor patients that uh, are down to 90 pounds because they can't uh, retain food. And so no matter what the issue is, I think that if, if we address it um, openly and honestly and agree that, yes, there's going to be there's areas that we don't agree that we don't agree upon. You know, I'm a very big Second Amendment, you know. Uh, I've been shooting since I was 16. My, right on. My kids, uh, we go up to Angela's Shooting Range up there, <laughs> you know, and, and we do that. But I think that if we take the time to get to know each other mm-hmm. and focus on the areas where we do agree, like Prop 37, mm-hmm. is that we will be able to at least be have an open mind when we talk about an area such as immigration, uh, marriage, uh, life, whatever the issue is we will be able to find areas where we'll at least be able to to say, okay, here's a starting point where we're going to at least begin to agree. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Lourdes says, run. I think she refers to you. Run, (laughs) Mr. Hernandez. Jose Hernandez might kick you out right about now. That's that's because uh, my opinion on marijuana is very different from yours, but I respect your opinion, Um, and everyone knows that. Uh, I, I really appreciate what you're saying. It's fantastic that you're here. Thank you very much. Um, and, and you mentioned Second Amendment. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you had just tuned in, uh, we're uh, talking to a uh, conservative, uh, Mr. David Hernandez, who's currently the executive director of the San Fernando Chamber of Commerce. He's running for Congress in the 29th District of San Fernando Valley. He is a, uh, as you, if you didn't guess by the, na- uh, by the name, he's Hispanic. He's conservative. He is a combat veteran of the Vietnam War. And he
4: sounds like he's pro-medicinal marijuana. <laughs> well, you know, but but the reality is, you know, as a conservative, I'm very pro-states' rights. You know, the voters of California voted for that. Okay. Now, you know, it's like okay. what we were talking about. I'm a believer yes. of that. You know, what I believe in that. Yes. What we were talking about with regards to uh, if the if if the, if the people that were were opposing yoga uh, because of the spirituality that was being taught, and he listens to Twin Talk, folks. <laughs> <laughs> if if we were talking about that, that the faith-based community should be the first ones that step up and 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 stand for that. Yes. And so, if I'm a states' rights person, then I have an obligation. The voters voted for that. The fact that there are abuses, uh, well, then fix the abuses. Uh-huh. Don't penalize the, the patients. The voters,
1: yeah. Okay, I hear you on that. That's a very good point, uh, Mr. Hernandez. Uh, Mr. David Hernandez, running for uh, congressman. Uh, you know, we didn't bring him on so he could campaign. You know, but, but you I'm really glad he's here. <laughs> I'm very glad. It's the first time we've had a diplomat here, uh, a, a uh, diplomatical uh, here, a diplomatical, <laughs> and and uh, it was it was very painless. I have to admit. I am really glad that you were that you're here. I'm going to give you an opportunity, though. That you let's go off the subject a little bit because okay. I found out when we had the pre-interview earlier today that uh, you also have an internet radio show. Yep. That's by coincidence, folks. And
4: he's invited us on his show as a Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an election wrap-up. Tell us about that. Tell us about your uh, your show. Well, I was a campaign manager for someone running for LA City Council. And uh, he was invited to to a show. And this was a L.A. talk radio. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, the studios in Sherman Oaks. And uh, we went there one morning. We looked around and we said, how do you get one of these? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we found out it was very reasonable. And we've been on the air for about three years. And it, it's interesting because my co-host, it was, who was the fellow running, he's uh, he's gay. He's a Democrat. He owns a medical marijuana dispensary and a candy factory.
1: <laughs> oh, that must be a fun show, man. I'm going to check that one out. Eh? And
4: so and so, and so, we cover a lot. We cover Hollywood and we cover politics. Fantastic. Name uh, What's the name of the show? Where it's they, where it's, they find it's you? Live L.A. Saturday Night. That's the name of Live L.A. Saturday Night, and it's on latalkradio.com.
1: Now, um, if um, let me give you an opportunity to let uh, you can t- tell our listeners around the world, where they can find you? What direct them to their websites? Whatever you want to send them to. The uh,
4: website is David Hernandez for that's f o r Congress So it's David Hernandez for I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, if you go to my uh, uh, to my website, you'll see that there is a David Hernandez phone app that was uh, created for me. Wow! Awesome. I mean. And <laughs> cool. uh, this is uh, I want to talk to your people. <laughs> well, you know, I I don't know how it works. But I know that it works, and uh, the reality is that there's really only two candidates that are using it at the extent that I am. One of them's Obama, and the other one's Romney. And mine is better than Romney's because uh, you can do more with mine. But uh. this is uh, the, uh, the the uh, the David Hernandez phone app. Awesome. And so they can go ahead and they can. Is there audio uh, to it? Uh, no, no audio yet. but I just there put is, the microphone on. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real it's quick. a picture of him right there, eh? I, yeah, gonna, it's loading up on, on there.
1: Uh, so go ahead and let, let, let him know where they find – I think, Jackie, did you have a question? It looked like you were chomping at the bit, or did he answer all your questions? No,
3: no, no, no. I, wasn't, I was very intrigued as well to to kind of simplify conservatism and, and, and kind of like your background. Mm-hmm. Um I have sort of like a similar background as Jose, where my parents were immigrants, and they did everything on their own. So it's very interesting to hear your perspective and where you're coming from, but I'm I'm
2: good.
1: Awesome. So again, uh, David Hernandez, uh, thank you very much for being on our show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for walking into Tia Luis's garage. You're welcome anytime. Please contact us anytime you want to have – you want to, you know, s- s- spew about conservatism or your platform or whatever, give us a call.
4: Well, and it's good. And, you know, and I came with my friend Ricardo Benitez, and you know, he's from El Salvador. Oh, wow. You know, and because, it, you know, for we, we want people to know that not, we don't eat all the same color beans. You <laughs> know, some of us have tacos, some of us have pupusas. <laughs> and, and, and that's really— and, Right on. And, and, and that comes down to it because there was such an effort to classify us all as the same. Right. Uh-huh. And especially in the political arena here in Los Angeles. Right believe me, Salvadorians have an uphill battle because the Latinos that are in power do not want to share power with their brothers from Central, Central and South America. South yeah. Central America. America. Yeah. Okay. And so if you want to you know, really get into about uh, that uh, divide, boy, there is a big divide there. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. We should talk about that on yeah, another topic. We That's do need so to talk about that. Yeah, we see that a Some lot. of time.
1: Anyways, thanks so much for being on our show. My Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Hernandez. Right on. Thank you. All right, when we come back, Angel, what's going on? When we come back, we have the uh, cool-ass Mexican rock trio, Miro. We're going to talk to them for a minute. Uh, they're going to play an acoustic song. They've already been tuning it up. Thanks a lot, guys, when we come back. So here we go.
0: Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m.
1: Doctors in all parts of We've the We've all heard the false corporate health claims before. See how mild and good-tasting a cigarette can be. DDT. Used right, it is absolutely harmless to humans and animals. The herbicide will open up ground areas. Now they say genetically engineered food is safe. If the large companies think these foods are safe, why are they fighting our right to know what's in our food? Vote yes on Proposition 37 for the right to know what's in our food. Right on. Now, that was uh awesome segment, Jose. That was a good get. Congratulations, brother. I know. Man. Uh, for well, those I educate you, my people. For those of you who just just tuned in for Miro, <laughs> listen to the podcast if you didn't hear David Hernandez the uh, uh candidate for Republican uh for co- for Congress. Congress Republican. He's he's, running, Sabik, uh, he's a candidate for Congress in District 29, which is the East San, or the San Fernando East San Fernando Valley in, in here in Los Angeles area. Also, he, uh, he was uh, Republican for many, many years, but he registered as independent in order to – because it's a big story. Hey, but he's a cool cat. He's eh? a cool cat. He was a cool cat. Okay? It's the first time we have a diplomatical in here, so that was cool. <laughs> <A> diplomatical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's going on, Anyway, bro? so uh, do you do – you, um, uh, I just want to introduce our, our our next guest, Jose and our listeners. I had a great, great time at the uh Tritone Latin Music Fest this weekend. Awesome. And I had a great opportunity to meet this next uh, uh trio, a rock trio they brought down the house. Uh they were slamming and shit out in the front of the in the front row and stuff. Oh uh and uh but our guys were not shy. No se ¿eh? No, no, no. <laughs> oh you know what? Uh why don't you uh for favor agarren estos micrófonos Let's go ahead. Introduce the band. Here we are. The band is Miro.
5: Yeah, yeah it's. Well, it's with an accent in. in Miro. In the O. Yeah. yeah.
1: Como se dice, pues? Miro. Miro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miro. Like the, the
5: painter. Painter, yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. Why don't you do us a favor and each one of you say your name so that the listeners know who's who?
5: Okay. So. Hi, I'm. Here Damien. is Cusip. Oh, okay. 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 I'm Damien, the drummer. Okay. I'm Kusep, the singer and guitar player. Uh, I'm Alfredo, and I'm and the, best, and the bassman. Bassman. El, El bajo. El bajo. The bass. Yeah.
1: Bajista. Hey, not bad. This is your first time playing here in L.A., right? I mean, this weekend at the Tritone Festival.
5: Yeah, yes. this is our first time here. What do you think? Well, it's an incredible CC. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we were we were like we almost like, destroyed the 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 <laughs> festival so that's
6: very cool. <laughs> yeah i know no, That was they that was uh, cool.
1: the the people were slamming so much they that they had to like pull they pulled the plug because the people were rocking too hard wow. but uh, uh the singer here is uh, Suseb Kuseb Kuseb, Kuseb. Yeah. you kept singing with a lot of heart man
5: well i don't know i was i was very upset i think yeah yeah, yeah. i was very upset because of that and uh, people were like um, I don't know. They they want us playing more. So yes, uh, so that's why I just keep singing. Right yeah, out. I don't know. Yeah.
1: So you guys, so you guys been together for just uh, about two or three years now? Almost four years now. Four years.
5: Like in March, we will be like four years.
1: And then, uh, like last year, you released uh, your your single Aferrate. Yeah, and it
5: was like one, one year. year ago almost.
1: And that one kind of like took. Kicked you guys like in
5: yeah some papers. tv show get it as uh, as the principal song of uh-huh. the show uh-huh. and yeah that that like started like the, this movement or uh-huh. our music yeah
1: right on right on so you know we earlier we played your new single Paso Alite which i really dig Thanks. what what uh, who who do you, who is your influences
5: We have many i mean i really like so much for example like a uh, latin artist called Robbie Draco Rosa Okay. The Beatles, The Doors, Pink Floyd, uh, The Beastie Boys, The Sex Pistols. All right. Uh, We have many. Jeff Buckley. uh, Well, in my... Jeff Buckley. Interesting. Yeah. Jeff Buckley. uh, I don't know.
1: Chris Cornell. How did you learn your English? MTV? Well, I had a... (laughs) Half MTV
6: and half in the school. (laughs) (laughs) I I had a British
5: uh, girlfriend, so that's why.
1: Oh, okay. That'll do it. <laughs> so, <let's laughs> so where are you guys originally from? From Mexico from City.
5: From Mexico City. The trio of us from El M- M- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. So, and then you guys have been playing for how long together? I think you already covered it, but you together as Miro. I don't know. I think it's like five years.
5: Huh? No, no. Since ninety, since two thousand nine, maybe.
1: And you're a trio, and uh, not well, often. going to be. Not yeah. not very often you see bands that are rocking out that are a trio. I mean, I think a of bass, uh, a guitar, and a drum. And a drum. A drum and they have yes, a I think a of the Ramones big, a big sound man I dig Remember it Remember the Ramones You don't need is. anything more no <laughs> We think that Yeah I, I think th- Jimi Hendrix said that <laughs> <laughs> So okay so you're going to perform a song for us what's the name what's the name of the song
5: The song is our first single and it's called Aférrate Aferrate. Aferrate. Uh, yeah it's um, so yeah we're going to play it and let's see if you like it
1: Okay let's hear it. ladies and gentlemen to <laughs> put it down here.
5: So
6: he wants to hear. A <laughs> pre. Poniendo en pausa el tiempo en tus ojos Hay un mundo afuera que te espera Solo para ti A do
1: I just say something? Okay, what is your name? Alfredo. Alfie. Al- Alfredo. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys heard okay, this is an acoustic jam, okay? The lead singer has the acoustic guitar. Uh, the drummer has got uh, 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 brushes that he's playing in the back of my acoustic guitar that I haven't played in years. And then Alfredo's got his iPhone. I don't know what app he's using, but it was this awesome bass going on, dude. That
4: was you I hope you record this this I recorded. Was, I, I, I didn't hear. <laughs> yeah. And
1: another thing, too. Hey, you could go to com and get the download tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> you. <Great>. Hey, <laughs> he was playing this iPhone without headphones. He was just going on the beat because, you know. La bateria, It's the ba- the bass and the drums. They're the one that keeps the tempo, the battery of the of the band. Yeah, just, that was fantastic. Thanks thank so much so for doing very much. this. Thank, thank you. you. I yeah. love that song, man. It's a very inspirational song, man. Yeah. Aferrate la vida. Aferrate. Aferrate a la vida. Uh, I forgot the, the the next verse, but it it, it loosely uh, translated means it's, hang on to life, get a good grip of it, and. You know, it's a good one. Because it's not
5: over yet. Yes. It's the next one. No yeah. matter what.
1: <laughs> there you go. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Porque no se acaba, no se acabe or whatever. Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody named, <laughs> somebody on Facebook that says, uh, uh, her name is uh, B. Och, says Miro <laughs> needs to perform in L.A. County because the Inland Empire, Inland Empire Police obviously have no idea how roqueros have fun. <laughs> anyway. The Inland Empire meaning Chino. The cops over there, <laughs> yeah. they blew their party poopers, man. So please, uh, uh, Lourdes came on and said, "I like it. I like it. I love what they started." Please thank you let very our much. listen. Let, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah, thank you very much. It's just such a pleasure to be here and to play in a. Such an important place, you know. Yeah, the Luis's garage, garage, right? <laughs> yeah, <So> yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, just but you get you get great songs some garages, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so it's right great, it's great, and, and yeah, I don't know, I'm amazed. <laughs>
1: but you mean, uh, but you really, man, was playing in L.A., right? That and uh, uh, Southern California. Southern California. What's next for you guys?
5: Well, we su- we're supposed to record the next year, the first uh, month of the next year, our second record awesome and yeah we have many gigs now in in mexico city uh-huh. just coming back and um uh, yeah that's it we we are making the promotion of
1: this uh single. third single and you guys are coming back though right Come Yeah, back. Of, of course, course. Sure. if you invite us, of course. Come please back. come back. That was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, wait, you. before you do it, please let our listeners know where they can find your music or whatever, please. Oh, y, y mándele saludos a su gente si quieren.
5: Sí, saludos y que viva México, hermanos, todos Orale. los que están viva aquí, Mexico. toda nuestra familia, muchísimos saludos a todos. Este, métanse al Twitter, get on Twitter, we are on Miró Rock On, and Facebook is the same, es lo mismo en Facebook, Miró Rock On. Y you can ver videos you can check videos on uh, youtube on miro rock on bebo with with um, um, vivo vivo, vivo. V- v- yeah yeah vivo or bebo
1: depends Spanish. if you're spanglish
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. A, a, a miro that's m as in it's mary miro, I, miro. miro. m miro. as in mary i r o rock on Yeah, yes, miro gentleman.
5: rock on yes. let's hear from
1: miro right on. Thank, sure. you thank you very
5: much I want to thank Jose and Angel. I want to thank Jose and Angel for inviting us. Such a pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank, thank you. Okay,
1: when we come back, we're going to have Angel's Chill Lounge. Stand by. I need that little wire over there. <laughs> See, the, the Alfredo stole my equipment. When we come back for real, we'll listen to Angel's Chill Lounge.
0: You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick it back. Listen.
1: Somewhat approachable, but at least be tolerable. Be sure you're dependable and reliable, but be at peace if you're expendable. Be available or be avoidable. Be distinguishable or be discretionable. Be impressionable, but don't be gullible. Even detachable, but not combustible. Be logical. But still be flexible. Be commendable, but not condemnable. Be relatable. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. Thank you for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angels. We broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage, from TwinTalkCast.com, and on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live Three Six Five. And uh, because we are iTwins, you can find us on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and put us in your gadget. Please tell eh? a friend. Friend us on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. And uh, we want to also thank everyone for being here. We want to thank the guys from Miro for being here. Right on. Thank you. Thank you so very we, much. We want to thank uh, uh, the uh, the esteemed, uh, our pariente, David Hernandez, for being here. Thanks for being here. My Th- pleasure. Thank you. Thank awesome. you, David. Again, thank you, uh, Jackie Casas, for the news and dirty laundry out of Telemundo and NBC, our girl. You're welcome, guys. Right on. Thanks yeah. for bringing your gadget. <laughs> and, uh, uh, oh, yo, we already said gracias al... Grupo Miro. So listen to us every Tuesday night. Remember, you could also catch all of our shows. They're archived for podcasts on our website at twincast.com. So look for this show tomorrow. Share it with a friend and uh, be our friend on Facebook. Uh, and tune in next week. Escuchen otra vez, eh? And, well, you know what? There's comments all over here. <laughs> Hold on real quick before we go. Ora, co- before we go, real quick comments. Lourdes says, Wow, wow. Love, love, love the cheer lounge. Chill lounge. Powerful message. Uh B H says Miro No Miro, Miro. Una fanatica mas <laughs> uh, Lourdes says I like the accents she says and on it so far so far a bunch of good good comments. Thanks for listening everyone. Catch us next week. Good night. Choo